Hello and welcome to episode 976. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 155 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about every single distinct thing in the entire universe. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this is definitely, I, I don't know why it took 150 episodes to come up with what the podcast is, but I think this is a... Uh, I think that describes it. It's true. And has described it from the start. So what took so long? Do we need a copywriter? Do we need to do better? I think <laughs> maybe we do. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Throwing curveballs. I wasn't ready the, for this conversation. With This week we're going to talk about um, how's Brexit going? Really well. <laughs> it's going, like everyone, I think we can all agree, it's, it was a brilliant idea from the start. Very well planned and, out. Um, and all Definitely. the consequences could be anticipated. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, we, we, we're 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 I'm in London, and I'm in the EU. He's <laughs> in the EU. Luckily, has citizenship. Where where she is, where you are. What am I doing? I'm talking for you. That's what a, a manly <laughs> thing to do. Um, we yeah, we've had so we've had. Like, I mean, fundamentally, it's a bad idea to change two things at the same time. So the fact that it's simultaneous with COVID has meant that it's really hard to sort of untangle what what's really causing the problem or how much each of those things has made everything worse. You know, it's more of a degree by which. So we can yeah. we can see see how that's going. And, um, you know, I heard someone complaining about freaking bendy bananas again on the radio. Not 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 two weeks ago. So, um it's 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 i yeah it's we'll, we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll, i mean not being particularly expert in i haven't necessarily been reading anything more than headlines yeah listen to this we're so informed <laughs> um we're going to just regurgitate some thoughts that we had on the basis of some headlines that we glanced over whilst being too busy to really read the articles in detail yes yeah and that's the episode hopefully we'll have a good time though <laughs> yeah it sounds about right How's it going, Ivanka? How's your week been? Very tired, Michael. Oh. The child got food poisoning. Yikes. It was my fault. I should have. I should have. When you first, when you first said that, that you told me before that the child had food poisoning, I, I, it didn't immediately occur to me that it was your fault. Well, it is. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not the child's fault, is it? No. <laughs> like, as the parent, you know, you have some basic responsibilities when they're little. Uh, yeah. You know, as I argue with her regularly, when it's when your teeth become your responsibility, you can decide whether or not to brush them. While I'm in charge of your teeth, you're brushing them <laughs> twice a day. Uh, that kind of a conversation. But in this instance, mm. I should have advised her against buying an ice cream from mm. the little corner shop on an island in a country where the locals don't eat ice cream out of season because brr, cold. Yeah. And so, uh, it, anyway, she was very sick and had a very high temperature and she's never ill. And so, therefore, I freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, the child no, has no, got... No. I know. So I try, and I try to remain calm and not show her that I'm freaking out. So, uh, yeah, 
Um, Have you considered holding, uh, perhaps litigating and blaming and getting into some sort of endless spiral of legal uh, proceedings and debt against your uh, local... <laughs> the ice cream towns? provider. No, ice cream provider. <laughs> I was, I did, I, I was going to pop in and go, uh, just let you know, your ice cream's off. But uh, I went to the said kiosk and the lady wasn't actually in it, even though it was open at the time. So okay. I was like, I haven't got time Catch to wait. Time. Maybe on, Maybe tomorrow morning that could be an outing for us. <laughs> Well, I gave my child food poisoning. No, else what are you going to do? do about it? Maybe they'll refund the ice cream. Hmm. Uh, so, yes, that's made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. What proof have you got that it was my ice cream? All right, love. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, try not to poison people. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's made me tired. Uh, I have to say, because the night... And then I finally... I've got one of these mesh things for your interwebs in your house to stretch out the signal. Hmm. Uh, I found there's a creation supplier that rents you. You don't have to spend the 20 million euros to buy the device. You can just sort of rent it, subscribe to it. And um, Hmm. it worked beautifully. And then we went away for a week. And when I came back, it didn't work. And I just didn't have the patience to you know spend two hours resetting everything and hard resets and you know turn around touch your toes and all that thing that sometimes happens with these kind of things but I did it the other night but it involved me staying up till midnight so now my internet works beautifully but I was I'm also tired because of that so overall I'm tired that's that's my word of the week that's no good I remember the days of Windows ME was it ME and like when it was the first like networky things and just from there for the next couple of years like every other Sunday would be entirely consumed with networking issues yes I would lose every other Sunday to it and I'm grateful that routers settled down things got okay but I want to get um, Sharon's parents a, one of those rife Wi-Fi extender things as well so I can uh, go to the annals oh, of the house to yes. record this perhaps yeah, yeah. so it's worth it's worth having oh also big news in our house we have ordered ourselves a proper um, a screen for our projector Right, nice. Because we did have one that we bought on the market for five pound, which is a nineteen fifties mm. one, which was lovely. Yeah, and you know we we've we did the reuse something before we yeah. buy a new one. But this is really a game changer. It's so nice watching a film of an evening. Right. It's like a full cinema. It's just a thing. Is of it beauty. electrical? No, no. It's, you have no, to pull it down. It's but it's just so a. Not that <laughs> Watch the video to see me flipping Michael the bees and pulling a face. I did it earlier, but it was a joke because she hasn't got her glasses on, and now she's taking revenge. Uh, yeah, so that's delightful. You know, very uh, and excellent. So I'm very happy with I mean, that. Yes, I, I find uh, just a telly was so much better than a projector. <laughs> well, yeah. We've gone just down once in the now. daytime as well. You know, it's just nice. But maybe that's a maybe that's a a curse. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, we don't have that habitual telly thing running. The child complains that she doesn't have a telly, and everyone else does. And we go, mm, "Them's the breaks." It uh, sounds good. It sounds like an upgrade. How's your sound? Is. Sorry, sounds to, good. I don't want it, sounds know. good. Sounds good. That's yeah. that's important. So yeah, we're all good. Um, there was something else you, I thought of telling you, but I'm not going to because I can't remember what it was. Great story. And uh, how are you, Michael? (laughs) I am such an MFing businessman, which stands for Michael Foresting Businessman. Right. This is what I do. I make a report. 
I see a number that's low. I make a decision. I execute on it and I change that number by thousands of percent every single time. And this is going to keep going every week. Every single time I try and do anything, it's going to be this time I tried. I wanted to change my changes app from 0.25 percent conversion rate uh, by changing it from a a paid app to a, a free download app with some premium unlockable features in it. And I have changed my conversion rate by not one or two or three, but five thousand percent from the last time. The the from the last time the percent the conversion rate wasn't zero. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, well I done, Michael. Well done. Thousands of percent. I'm just owning this. I, I'm just hitting my stride. I'm going to be so rich. The numbers are just going to going up, and they're going to just keep going up every week forever. forever. I can. Yeah. I'm t- there's, there's no doubt in my no, mind until you're a gazillionaire. About the truth of this fact. <laughs> um, soon I will just own all of the world's wealth. According to the curve as it currently stands, <laughs> my trajectory you're taking over. has no limits. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I'm quite proud of myself for that. Well done. <laughs> Changes well done. up is free. and um, But something I was going to... I just wanted to sort of like run something past you. Is, um, I, I spent... Um, Yesterday, doing this, I want to do more little sort of proactive, sort of meme uh, data Mimi. visualizations within, within, uh, sorry, I'm watching too much Twitch. He, that, I th- are you memeing? That's a thing. I <laughs> is say. it? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think he's just memeing, which okay. is distinct from trolling. So I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I'm learning. I'm getting the hang of it. I, I've got, I've unlocked some emotes. <laughs> he's my prime sub on Limmy, got him to say my name. You know, all things like that. But anyway, that's by the by. I did this, so the first one in my list of ideas was like, am I a Monday person? And there's the uh, Harley Davidson proving the size of this man's people. I was hoping that the person revving outside my window would be revving for a reason rather than just to rev it, but I'm going to continue anyway. Okay. So if there's a background noise, I apologise. Right, so I was doing this thing, like, I thought, like, I'll just do this thing where it's like, are you a Monday person Uh or not? Because I sort of feel like Mondays aren't my favourite. Um... (laughs) And so yesterday I... I actually like because I, I, I so I've made this like virtual augmented reality like little like, it's, it's a coffee cup and if you're not a Monday person it's going to fall over and coffee's going to go everywhere and the pen's going to leak and if you are a Monday person maybe like marshmallows all drop into your nice coffee and Ooh. but there's a little notepad with like the numbers so it's like oh, am I a Monday person yes or no and then it's got like okay here's the times of day and then it's got like how many happies and how many unhappies and um, so I ran the numbers yesterday and it said yes you are a Monday person. And I, I tweeted that out. But I've got this um, quandary, which is I think negative things have a, more of a psychological resonance than positive things, right? So criticism needs, like, you know, seven compliments to cancel out. Ooh. And um, I'm trying to figure out, like, would it be better to do a psychological calculation and, like, divide all the happy ratings by seven and then see if I'm a Monday person? Because those bad Mondays 
have a bit more psychological strength than the ones where it's just fine and, you know, you had a good weekend or whatever? Or is it part of the selling point of the app that by seeing this data showing you that you had 77 happy ratings on a Monday versus 20 negative ratings, isn't maybe that the point of the app? To show you that objectively, you often, you're usually fine on Mondays, but I, it's just once in a while. I vote for the latter. Mm. I think trying to examine whether you true, you know, go, ah, oh, yes, but that is, that happiness is only worth a, a, a seventh of the of the of the unhappiness doesn't really help you in any way. Other than, other than to go, oh, I was right, I don't like Mondays. I feel like if you just reinforce someone's negative idea, then what's that really adding? But also, also, isn't the point of measuring as well to go, to, to remove that negative effect in some way, to go, yeah. so it's like, okay, yes, if you, without the measuring, you're like, something bad happened, and now I need seven positives to make the, the, the negative mm. go away. But actually, you're by adding the objectivity. So in conclusion, proceed. I Enjoy think Mondays. Put, like, why, why don't I feel like it? And then maybe a link to a thing that shows the negative and just like maybe as a little kind of to help people. Because I think it'd be quite fun as well, like lots of people going, it's, yeah, the data doesn't lie. Look, and I think this is quite an easy win for actually your... Your perception is uh, inaccurate, and that's the whole yeah, point yeah, of this yeah. app. Okay, this is going to be an advert for Changes from the website. Changes is an app that helps you every day to mindfully write down what's going on. It lets you track who or what is making you happy or sad, and when you track changes in your life, you can see what worked and what didn't. If you're not sure you're on the right track, Changes can help you figure it out. If you support us on Patreon, I will never do this again. Also, if you want the app, go to goodtohear.co.uk slash changes uh, because we need soundproof rooms to record this podcast. How's, uh, how is Brexit going? Well. I, I, think, um, <laughs> I think it's good that we're... Um, not necessarily reading all the headlines because really what matters is how are people that are actually experiencing it experiencing it isn't it so our stories are valuable so how well, sorry to interrupt let me tell you this yesterday i had to pay 30 odd euros for a parcel that i ordered from wool and the gang uh, which is one of the yeah. projecty things keeping me sane uh which i sort of accept expected and i ordered it, it ordered the parcel anyway in the new year so two things one it's taken ages ages for the parcel to arrive and it hasn't arrived yet because it was stuck in customs mm. um so that's happened for that it's happened for but they they did very kindly refund me and i emailed them just to say hi just to let you know i had to pay this i expected it but you know this is how much it was in case you need to do some sums or warn yeah. people and they refunded me, so thank you, Wool and the Gang. But um, but the Brexit thing, because Croatia is the kind of country where everything will go to customs. They're not gonna, you know, act like I've ordered stuff from the states to England. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes you get 
cust- customs has an examination and sends you a bill and sometimes it doesn't and there's a bit of a mm. like a here they'll put everything in then I had a call the other week because somebody a company I'd done some work for sent me a box of chocolates from London <laughs> and then I mean this one the, the wool and the gang one at least all I did was get a link here can you click here to pay done okay I will this one sent me this very Croatian style customer service conversation of what you've you've got you've ordered a parcel uh, how much is it worth I was like I have I have absolutely no clue what it is and now that you've told me about it you've spoiled the surprise <laughs> and and I don't know how much it's worth because I am the recipient of the gift yeah. I Brexit. am not the orderer of the gift Brexit casualty number one a nice surprise. A nice surprise. For Ivanka. For me. A nice box of chocolates from Lantern. And they bet they were well posh. And no, I still don't know where they are. <laughs> Did you, have you found out how much they're worth? No, I got grumpy. See, because the guy was so grumpy with me, I was grumpy back. Because sometimes with Croatian customer service, mm-hmm. there is no... Uh, nine times out of ten, I kill them with kindness in that mm. kind of like, oh, Thank you so much for giving me more paperwork to do. That is brilliant. Um, but today, yesterday, whatever it was last week, I just went, I don't know. Ask the sender. Mm. Why are you asking me? So, well, what is this firm? The chocolate. And then they looked up the chocolate manufacturer. I was like, I have never heard of these chocolates in my life. I don't know. Your DHL or whoever you are, DPD oh. or BD, blah, 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 blah work it out but i think it's the job of the shippers anyway so that's my little brexit experience i don't know if my child's going to get any of her birthday presents from the grannies either Mm. we'll see how that works uh so yes there you go do you think people are going to blame for this sort of thing the eu the eu is going to get blamed for having customs how dare they how dare they they charge us because you know we're special we're british well i have i have heard from you know there's there's break there's people who voted brexit in the wider family and they um they do that but but surely nothing will change you used to send parcels before i was like mm. yeah and when i was living in yugoslavia as a child i didn't get any of my parcels and there was always duty to pay <laughs> do you know what i mean like it wasn't the good old days it was the old days you know it's like and then we and every time my grandpa would have to go like you know i don't know whatever you second-hand cardigan it's a gift and just try and make it look as gifty and worthless as possible to try and send me a birthday but you know what i mean i was hearing a thing about um people saying like before brexit uh well before we joined the eu and and sort of saying yeah well we'll just go back to how it was before with the trucks crossing the channel and i just heard someone saying um there was a customs person saying like, oh, yeah, Nigel Farage says it says t- takes like seven seconds to fill out the form. But yeah, but what about the actual preparing and inspecting the physical thing and doing all that? Like that takes two hours. Um, so shut up, Nigel. But then also saying like before the EU, like there was 800,000 trucks per year crossing the channel. Now, like since the Eurotunnel has been built... There's four and a half million trucks per year coming across the channel. And for anyone to say, like, this is going to be the same, it's just so dumb. Oh, so dumb. I mean, my, when we drove across Europe when I was a kid, and I know that that was multiple borders, it used to take four or five days to drive from England to Yugoslavia because mm. every single border crossing would take two or three hours. Because, <laughs> you know, because... Uh, 
if someone's a bit dodgy, we'll look in your car. Can you open your boot, madam? What about your, t-? you know, like yeah. stuff that takes time. And, and that's because there is also, they have a job to charge duty if you are importing or exporting mm. something that you shouldn't be, that you owe duty on. You know, like, because yeah. if they don't charge, you've effectively smuggled it. Yeah. It is smuggling. And we used to do that. We used to do the, you know, the drive to Cologne from uh, from Luton uh, every year or so. And um, yeah, I sort of remember that. I mean, that was just a nightmare because the car would break down in France or something, and we'd have to get a tow truck. Uh, you don't even want to know. This car was the least reliable car ever. But um, I, I, but I'll be honest. Like, I didn't even know about the Schengen zone until we drove my stuff to Germany in 2014, and it was like, haven't we done? We have to like. And we've been crossing... When are we crossing the border? And it's like, no, that's not a thing anymore. I'm like, flipping love the EU. (laughs) That's brilliant. Well, it's like... And I can go and live in another country without really having to do anything. Yeah, but Michael, that's how we've got all these immigrants and all these Um, refugees. Because if there were border checks, then, you Mm. know... people just wouldn't Wouldn't be able to move around, wouldn't have immigrants, we wouldn't have... I mean, there is, uh, joking aside, there there are problems on the edges of the EU, like Bosnia and Herzegovina, like Croatia, because it's now Croatia's job to defend the borders of the EU, and they're not in the Schengen zone yet, because you have to prove that you're... I don't know, like... So it's, you know, it's it's not such a joke, you know... It's a serious it's matter, it, yeah. but from a user perspective, pretty cool. <laughs> well, I think. I mean, I I, I think as a civilized world, with enough stuff to go round, uh, let people in, give them. A, we've had this conversation. Well, with enough stuff, yeah, to go round in principle, but unfortunately in practice, hoarded. So <gasps> oh my god! I saw this stat the other day, which might mm. be utterly made up but maybe it isn't uh it was on facebook so i don't know yeah, uh, <laughs> <true>. um <laughs> 94% of the world's wealth is held by 1130 people it's, it's cool isn't it like that, that, but they do eat a lot of food and do <laughs> need a lot of <laughs> houses so <laughs> so fair dues don't be too quick to judge get a thousand people out of the impossible to actually picture with a human brain seven billion like it's actually impossible to picture it's actually impossible for us to even understand what that proportion is so let's uh, i mean i'll go with it It sounds right to me nick nick Um, and i discussed it on our on our run this must kind of topic we have running along do you know what i saw on (laughs) facebook yesterday it's like a thousand people you can actually like invite to a a hall and they can fit in like it's not uh, yeah, yeah it's like you, you, can, could, you could learn all their names you could like go, yeah. hello 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 and it's like so, uh yeah maybe that's what yeah, we should add at the end the end of the of every podcast like a, <laughs> a sort of please share your wealth request by name <laughs> to the 1130 people who have it all Oh, God. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, uh, this is probably a good point to mention Katie's email. It is. And saying thank you for an email. We like getting an email. And um, to say, who, who brought up, said that she thought we might be missing a thing in that there is a difference between income and wealth uh, in our episode last week, which was about, like, paying everyone the same. And um, I, I, I kind of want to go back and listen to the episode because I, I feel like I never shut up about the nature of wealth at this point because I sort of learned... I've been learning more about it recently, so I'm slightly kind of concerned that apparently that didn't come across last week. We, I mean, it was an episode about income, so I probably we probably didn't really sort of talk about where the wealth is coming from. And 
I guess at the end of the day, like, how is the wealth going to get to us except through income if we haven't started with it? But yeah, I, I sort of want to listen back to the episode and hear where I've sort of conflated the two and try and do better in future. But thanks for the email. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> it going for you michael how's brexit going for me like it's like covid is more of a is having a bigger effect at the moment mm. but it's definitely like um it's more just a pain because my immediate thing and i guess i've covered this on the podcast already is just wanting to get some eu citizenship sorted again by like an irish ancestry passport or you know like marriage or whatever dealing with the italian um, institutions that sound quite ter- terrifying. The, the dark heart of Italy, every time I open it and start reading it, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Are you keen for how many days to get your uh, work permit? <laughs> it sounds yeah. like maybe, you've, but maybe if you're ready for it, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to treat this as if I was doing a British version of it. Yeah. I'm going to treat it as uh, it's going to be a week of my life. Yeah, or longer. I'm going to enjoy it and <laughs> hang out with people and make friends. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like we, being able to just plan for the future and is definitely being like ruined by Brexit a little bit. But meanwhile, like COVID is the thing that is. I mean, it's just complicating everything, isn't it? Just, it is, yeah. just uh, we want to we want to go to Italy, and it's just like a nightmare at the moment. Which is what, um, which is where the the EU is getting some, you know, on the surface of it, it looks like the UK is doing better than the EU at vaccinating people. Mm. Um, so that's and why do, that's, do we know what the difference is there? Is it just that it's the Oxford Astra? Zeneca thing is I don't, it? I don't. But that's like a I German collaboration, isn't it? Like, sorry, here's some misinformation podcasts where we don't really know. Um, I do. I do know that they did that thing where they Britain got their contract in place, and they were like, "Oh, it's a big win for for Brexit." But then mm-hmm. lots of people were pointing out that they managed to make the deal based on EU law, something, something. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, and I, but I, and I but I think it made me feel a bit. It's made me feel a bit sick recently, looking at the whole what appears by only reading the headlines mm-hmm. to be quite a tit for tat sort of. You know, eh, we're going to do. We've got some more vaccines than you have, and we're going to buy them. We're not going to let you buy them, and they mustn't ship them to you, and all this nonsense. But I have seen that as a result of this, the Russian vaccine seems to be going up in popularity. Mm. Um, so, and I've had to like back down my Russian prejudices and remind myself that if I go back to my early early age schooling, I would have thought the Russian vaccine would be better than all the other. <laughs> it's like, if I went back to the brainwashing of my grandfather, I'd be like, well, it's called Sputnik. It must be amazing. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's definitely like, there's this, like sometimes, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I'm not against the idea of being proud of my country and thinking that we are good at stuff and thinking hey look we've got this world-class research institutions and like we're some of the brightest minds in the world come to our country and they work and like um and we create the vaccines and like 
I'd, I'd like to be able to, <laughs> like, feel that way. Because it would make me feel less sick and disappointed about the fact that Brexit happened. And um, But, yeah, like, we've got a good brand. But part of, our, part of the reason that we do attract all that international talent surely must be some association with the EU that surely will erode well, now. I think... The other side of this is like Brexit versus the EU type conversations feel to me like, like you know, I don't know, sitting in the corner and just talk, you know, it seems very microcosmish. Whereas if you mm. think about how quickly these vaccines have come to be, yeah. they have only come to be because of full and open collaboration between scientists. Mm. Like, it's never happened before that, you know, the, the, the DNA of the virus got decoded, encoded, I don't know what the proper verb is, mm. like within 10 days or something in China. Mm. And they released it in the open to the whole world. So every scientist everywhere could share the amazing, same data. Right. That is amazing. Yeah. And that, you know, that transcends all these borders and it's the opposite of the spirit of brexit like this idea that no we need to set ourselves up as antagonists instead of um like the fact that we're all in the same boat yeah there's now this whole thing that phrase i've seen knocking about called vaccine nationalism yeah. which is a distressing you know i don't like the idea of it really um but the other thing is like if you the, the idea that if you vaccinate everyone in your country that you have solved the problem of the yeah, virus is right. utter horse And also, you know, never mind the fact that, virus, you know, people will travel, things will travel. It's the fact that I, I saw somebody explain it the other day again, which mm. is that if, let's say, the virus is bouncing around some highly populated poor country that can't afford the vaccines, it will mutate further mm. mutations will emerge. So unless we're all vaccinated, nobody's vaccinated. It really is that simple. Yeah. You know. So, it's, so. It's, it is, it sort of betrays a certain, like, colonialist mentality, doesn't it? It's like, well, we're just going to... We're gonna we're gonna all be immune, and then we'll just go and affect you, infect you with our smallpox blankets. You know, it's like it's it's kind of the same thing, same way of thinking about it. Like, well, no, it only matters that the people who happen to be on this island get vaccinated, yeah. because then we'll be fine and we'll win. Like, yeah. come on. I mean, I'm absolutely delighted that my mother has been vaccinated. She's had her yeah. first vaccine. Brilliant in-laws. They've all been jabbed. Well, that two of them have been jabbed. <laughs> Another one is, you know going to be done on tuesday my aunt and uncle but you know what i mean it's great yeah. did you see that i saw that headline oh 40 of people have side effects from the vaccine i was like it was such a clickbait headline because it's like most of the side effects are having a sore arm, arm afterwards <laughs> so i think you're uh, i think you're over egging that pudding yeah. a little bit with yeah. that headline but fine as long as people read it and uh, who are you helping what what to what end are you putting out clickbait yeah, headline know, like that, you knobhead? <laughs> this was like BBC, I think. BBC, <laughs> you knobhead. <laughs> you need to sort yourself out. Like, oh, we don't need any... We've got vaccine nationalism. We've got vaccine anti-vaccine. I mean, come on. Uh, um, we should all... Be, I've been tweeting deliberately, hey, my mum got vaccinated. <laughs> like, yeah. Trying to do add the social proof.
Do you know that thing of it's just like America's politics are so much more fun to watch and watch late shows than our own politics. I just get like it gives me this like pain in my chest looking at Boris Johnson. I don't want to watch him talking. I don't want to hear what David Javid has to say. I certainly don't want to see what Pretty Patel has to say. And it's like, but so I'm like sort of like avoiding all the British stuff because I just detest these people so much. And it's just like too close to home. Whereas like the the US stuff is like you just kind of eat the popcorn and yeah, laugh. like a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But although I just, I just, it just clicked for me this week far too late and the dollar is pretty weak at the moment yeah against the pound but i like i get paid in dollars me so too actually like <laughs> it's, it's hurting me that america has been making such a mess because i i'm just like it means i get oh two thousand dollars is like 1400 pounds now i'm like what it's oh, not very much. i want more than that why can't america go on joe go on joe so now i sort of feel like i'm maybe a lot more connected to like Care, like I have more of a license to care about American <laughs> politics. Like, yeah, my date, my current day rate has been negotiated in US dollars. I was like, mm. this is not what I agreed <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> anyway, that's the them's the breaks. Anyway, yeah. So here um, we are. Which is, is and look at yeah, us with first world problems. <laughs> well, one of the reasons that. Um, that uh, like probably we don't have an awful lot to say about Brexit and um, and the EU and all this stuff is and the Tories and it's just because it's flipping miserable to look at and it's you really have to be Brace take a deep breath yeah. to click on one of those Boris Johnson speeches and just because you just know you're just going to come out with, with a torrent of rage <laughs> the incompetence and the missing I don't know what like and still feel that at least there's some basis in like sort of objective reality that is has been missing from from the US for so long and it's still propagated across so much media uh, so like we haven't maybe got all that much to say about it but that's fine the episode can end this how can this Harley Davidson still be being revved after it like might be mending something mending. well mending I mean I, I I know that's probably the answer but can I complain about it still? <laughs> can do you I, know what go on when I was listening to these people talking about Brexit this morning and um, all the nonsense that's still being spouted and then seeing these real numbers and actually that truck thing was a year ago. But, you know, I think they, they say it's called Brexit, but maybe we should be calling it Brexit. <laughs> You thought I was going to make a serious point. I did, And then yeah. I was just making a portmanteau. <laughs> um, and that's the end of the podcast. F*** it. Yeah. It's tired. I, um, I don't know anything about what's going on. It's just a perfect storm of um, <laughs> informative content. Yeah. Ranker's got... got, got she's, Ranker's me, not me. I, that's one side effect of parenting I've found. That I... For some bizarre reason, I have to stop myself speaking about myself in a third, la- a third, you know, like whatever you call it, whatever the words third are, person. third person. Oh. Mummy is very tired today. <laughs> <laughs> when you do that, mummy gets very sad. Um, so I have to keep going. I, I get very sad. Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to a grown-up. <laughs> it's like, a, but yes, it's a. Um, but yes, I am. I'm tired. I've forgotten my glasses. 
and I've got a huge spot on my face that now I'm watching <laughs> this, watching myself with the video. I'm like, oh, I have to keep no, trying I'll, to hide. I'll behind. blow it out somehow, and no one will ever know. No one will be any the wiser. <laughs> All right. All well, um, thanks for listening to our podcast. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Was it grand? Sure. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if you like the podcast, it was all right. <laughs> it's all right. If you like it, if you want to hang out some more, why don't you go to grandpodcast.com? Now, listen, I'm adding something to the list Ooh. of incentives because I, I don't know what it takes to get a Patreon supporter these days. No. You look at some people, they've got thousands of dollars a month, thousands of pounds, well, hundreds of pounds, thousands of dollars coming in every month. And we've got like three. So. <laughs> surely, surely someone, surely you might like to support the podcast in some way. Um, but maybe you're doing that by buying all our apps. But what I was going to say was Patreon support. If you go to grandpodcast.com, grandpodcast.com and like click on something, <laughs> it'll take you to Patreon. But like, listen, you get, I'm, do, I'm literally doing a video episode that's an exclusive Patreon only video. So you mm-hmm. can see the state of Ivanka. Sorry, that's <laughs> not for me to say. But you're right, yeah. Thank um, goodness that you... That it's, there's a, I've come straight from a workout as well, so thank goodness <laughs> it's video. <laughs> I feel so terrible for saying that, but that's fine. Right. Um, okay. You can... Um, and you get it like a day... Early. Not that you're going to have a chance to watch it a day early, and but it's fine. Like You get it early. I'm putting mm-hmm. it... You get early access to an exclusive video version of the episode, which has us, but also every bit of music that you hear, like I make a nice little visual for it as well, like a little bit of video footage. You can see... Sometimes I'm playing them. Last week, they were all live performances from my Twitch stream, just little snippets of that. It's played in the moment. And you can see that in the podcast. But do you know what else I'm going to do? If you tell me that this is one of the reasons that you signed up, I'm going to I'm going to get you a grand podcast mug. Wow. So starting from the $3 a month subscription, I'm going to give you one of these mugs like which you can't see because you're not a subscriber, but I'm holding it up to the camera. <laughs> but if you support us on Patreon, I'm going to I'm going to figure out I, I don't know, it's going to it's not cost effective this. <laughs> no. It doesn't we don't recoup it for like 6 months probably. But I think that's what I want to do for you as a supporter, because I I, I, I think we can. Uh, I think it's just a vote to show that what you like what we're doing. You don't have to think of it anything more than that. And like maybe it gets to enough, we can actually start creating some some more shareable content out of all this. We can sort of justify the time to maybe make you know blog posts or videos on YouTube stuff that we've where we've kind of come to a conclusion with our talking. We can do some nice videos on it or something. There's so much we could do if we felt like this wasn't just a cost to us an expense, which it is. Like it's a, you know a day of work a week for me. Um, so yeah, that's what grandpodcast.com/slash/patron. And then if people can't be bothered, where can they find you? <laughs> If you just like Ivanka, where can you find her? Yeah, I'm at Ivanka on Twitter. Do say hi. Drown mm. out some of the Ivanka Space Trump people. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm at Michael Forrest on Twitter, and I'm, I've started tweeting. So come and see what I'm saying. It's hilarious. <laughs> Mine isn't. Try to I read, start a, thing that, I read a thing that said to be funny on Twitter, so I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe I shouldn't just like use it as a dumping ground for my pain. Maybe I should use it <laughs> to give you a smile. Uh, I read a funny link hey. last night, just oh, to yeah. tell you. It's from the New Yorker. I'm going to send. I'm going to share it. And it, 
I was laughing in the that you have exclusive access to so as a hard. <laughs> I was laughing so hard that Nick decided that I was actually delirious and had oh, to get no. to bed. It's like you are overtired. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll share it with you and you can tell me if it really was really funny or I was just really tired. Oh dear. (laughs) There you Um, go. UK allows emergency use of bee-harming pesticide. I don't think that sounds that funny. (laughs) That wasn't the link. That was my example of pro-Brexit media continuing to spout these, see, see, we were right, we were right. Look, the French are killing bees with pesticides. I was like, uh... The UK is killing bees with pesticides. So actually, 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 everyone's fucking at straight. it. Don't get make it all straight. about the French. Mm. Um, all right, so that well, well, let's say goodbye, shall we? Yes, let's. Hey, why don't you buy my apps? <laughs> why don't you Bye. go to Bright Natural Health Centre and like do a class? Give them yeah. some money. Give them Just some money. Give them some money. They need it's a charity. Do something charity. nice for yourself and oh, give the charity. charity some money. Yeah. Yeah, come on, get over yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if anyone still wants to tune in next week, anyone still I'm likes not. us. <laughs> right. When I'm happy, I get like I start hurting people's feelings. So Do you? that's I because I feel so sort of uh, um invulnerable. I think everyone else must feel invulnerable, so I really go in with the meanness sometimes. But as, as, I'm just joking. But I, <laughs> and then I ruin friendships and everything is destroyed. Oh. Next week we're going to talk about friendship. Yes, we are. We are. We are. We are. Great yeah, topic. We've had some thoughts. So yeah. yeah, there you go. Imagine that a teaser for next week. Oh my and with that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>